Coming up on Brothers Ballin' Podcast, we have quarterback tiers. We're going to rank all 32 signal callers. We also make our week 11 picks. Brothers Ballin', coming at you. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Brothers Ballin'. We are brothers. We are ballin'. Friday night. And we are doing quarterback tiers. We are at the beginning of the second half of the NFL season. And we are, once again, focusing on the NFL. We did our power rankings a couple of weeks ago. And now we are focusing on quarterback tiers. Guys, if you watch football, you realize in order to be successful in the NFL, you've got to have an effective quarterback. So we're going to rank or put in tiers all 32 signal callers. And once we get that done, you're going to really see kind of a theme as to some of the best teams have some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So Mm. first, we're going to go ahead and do our introductions. John, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? This is your boy, John. Live and direct. Can't wait for this episode. Um, throw a couple curveballs in here because that's who I am. I don't know what it means, live and direct, but we're going to take it anyway. Uh, and you know me, <laughs> I am Rob. And we're, like I said, we're going to get into our tiers. We'll get into the quarterbacks, of course. And then you want to also make the correlation between good quarterback normally means a really good football team. So, uh, John, we, you know, you know, when, before the show airs, we talk a little bit about what we're going to be discussing, you know, during the show, and we're going to be talking about quarterbacks and we got them broken down into tiers, three tiers of uh, quarterbacks. Okay. Now we'll start off with our, I guess the bottom tier, and then we'll work our way up so that we can, you know, of course, reveal who the best signal callers are pertaining to um you know pertaining to the nfl quarterbacks this season so let's get started okay and i'm gonna kind of breeze through this first tier this is tier three okay tier three i call them game managers or replacement level players okay uh these are guys that if they miss the game, I don't know if their team would necessarily be worse off because the, the backup could probably do a comparable job um, if they miss the game. Uh, but I think some of these guys have the potential to be uh, game breakers in the future. Okay. But right now they're in what I call the game manager replacement level uh, players um, tier. So that's tier three. Oh, so, so- my- so you didn't rank your you didn't rank your quarterbacks from one to thirty-two? No, no. I'm putting them in tiers. Okay. Okay. Three tiers. Uh and you know, John wanna rank them from one to from one to thirty-two. That's that's nice and neat. But in my tier three, I have Taylor Heineke, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, Zach Wilson, 
Mac Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, Matt Ryan. That that yes, that Matt Ryan. He's playing like a replacement level player this year. Marcus Mariota and Trevor Lawrence. That okay. is that is my many, tier. And how many quarterbacks was that that you named? Uh, let me see. That was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. Eleven quarterbacks. Okay. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you mine. Um so in my quote unquote tier three, um I would say Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota, Jacoby Brissett, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, PJ Walker slash um Baker Mayfield. I, I got both of those in the same spot. Okay. Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke. Okay. Davis Mills. Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And Russell Wilson. That okay? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> so. You're gonna tell me that yes. you that you have PJ Walker and Russell Wilson in the same tier. Yes. You see, this is the level of disrespect that I think should not be tolerated in a ranking Excuse of me. a quarterback. Russell Wilson's offense. So I posted into the, in, into the Facebook group. Okay. The Denver Broncos scoring defense is number one in the league, averaging 16 points a game. Mm-hmm. Their offense is generating 14 points a game, 14.9 points a game. He deserves to be there. I think I think you just, you're a level of just disrespect. So, so it's all Russell Wilson's fault. hundred percent. It's not the coach's fault. No, no, no. At all. No, no. It's Russell Wilson's play. It's all on Russell Wilson. Okay. Yes. I'm holding him responsible. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Yep. I'm holding so, him responsible. And, and that's and that's what you are uh gonna go with. Yep. I'm holding mm. him responsible. Wow. I I mean to me, I think that's just a little shocking to have Russell Wilson. And PJ Walker in the same tier. Yep. Well, wow. Okay. All right. All right. Um, if you want to go with your tier two quarterbacks, or if you want me to go first, go ahead and go first. Okay. So my tier two, you know, now these are quarterbacks that I would uh, describe as game manager plus. Okay. They can do everything a game manager can do, but they add a little more. If they were to miss time, it's potential, it's probable and likely their team performance would suffer because of their absence, okay? Because of their absence, the team would suffer um, in their in their absence, and I think uh, you'll agree with me once I complete this list. So okay. I got Dak, I, I have Dak Prescott. Now, you can say, oh, uh, but they were fine with uh, Cooper Rush. 
Cooper Rush is a, is a limited quarterback. Dak Prescott gives them more of a vertical threat, makes their offense a bit more dynamic because of his ability to, you know, kind of stretch the ball down the field. Has he played a wall this season? He has not. Okay. I'm not even going to, you know, act like he's been tearing it up. 856 yards passing this year. He's played four games. He's played four games. Uh, he didn't really finish the uh, Tampa Bay game, which was the season opener, but he's played those three full games. He's been okay, but he was not uh, great in the second half of the Green Bay and Dallas game. Game manager plus Dak Prescott. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is one of the better quarterbacks. He's played really well this year. Jalen Hurts is a game manager plus. I think everybody is talking about how he's been great this season. He's he's played well, but I'm not putting Jalen Hurts in the same category with the other elite quarterbacks. I just don't think he belongs. I really don't feel that he belongs. Sounds like hate. No, I don't. It's not hate. The I think he's a very talented quarterback. He I think is taking advantage of a offense that is accentuating the uh, positives that he has and really eliminating the negatives. A lot of, to me, uh, one or two rethrows that makes it very easy for him to uh, navigate the field. RPOs it really kind of allows him to hone in on one or two guys. Jalen Hurts, good quarterback, but still game manager plus mm. uh, in, in my book at this time. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, uh, a good passing quarterback who sometimes falls short in the biggest moments. I think he's uh, is aided by a really good running game. I think he has a very talented group of receivers that he throws to, but he's not that dude. Kirk Cousins, game manager plus. Daniel Jones. Uh, I have Daniel Jones. Not the best passer. He has been a, he's been great at not turning the ball over. I think what separates him from the game manager group is the fact that his legs uh, allow him to extend plays and and make runs that a lot of other quarterbacks cannot make. Very good mobility. Uh, I think that's his biggest asset. Daniel Jones, game manager plus. Jared Goff. Jared Goff played in the Super Bowl. And is leading one of the top five offenses in the NFL. Okay, uh, the Detroit Lions can't stop anyone, which is why they they're three and six, but they are one of the top scoring offenses in the NFL, and that's a lot to do with Jared Goff, a uh, game manager. Uh, mm. Kyler Murray, mm. very fast, good arm. Just does it. He makes too many mistakes for me. Makes too many mistakes. Not uh, clutch enough. Kyler Murray even though he has a really good receiving core, game manager plus. Uh, Geno Smith, game manager plus. Having a great season, throws a, gets the ball out of his hands quickly. He's able to find his receivers. Uh, is one of the big main reasons why Seattle is in contention to win the NFC West. Geno Smith, game manager plus. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is a consummate game manager plus. He gives you a little more than a game manager. Can extend the field, is not a strong arm quarterback, so he can't get the ball way down the field, but he's able to make plays um, very, very quickly. Um, Geno Smith, a, defi- a, a definite uh, game manager plus. I also have Matthew Stafford with the struggling mm. Rams. I got Tua, Tonga Vailoa, Miami. I know MVP, but 
Hetty, if he has a stronger arm, I would I could possibly see him in tier one. Uh, he has some of the best um, yak receivers in the NFL in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, Tua Tungavaloa. Ryan Tannehill, he's not he's nothing special. He's nothing great. He's nothing that will cause you to fall out of your chair, but he gets the job done. He's a consummate professional. You know, like I said, not an elite quarterback, but certainly good with his mobility. And I think also uh, good with his ability to uh, throw the ball downfield. And that's why Tennessee has been one of the better teams in the league over the last uh, month. So that's what I have for uh, single game manager plus. I also have Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, and last but not least, I really, really like Justin Fields. Justin Fields has been playing some really good quarterback, um, especially over, over the last uh, three weeks. But when it comes to running, he is an elite running quarterback. Okay, I think Lamar Jackson is the best running quarterback in the NFL. I think in the next class behind him, Justin Fields is right there. And I think his arm, uh, his arm talent is becoming more apparent. If the Bears can get him some more weapons, uh, Chicago has something brewing potentially with Justin Fields. So that's my game or sorry, tier two. Prescott, Hurts, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Jared Goff. Tyler Murray, Geno Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matthew Stafford, Tua, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert. Tier two. How many, and how many quarterbacks was that? Uh, that was, I think that was 14. Let me make sure. One, oh, two, okay. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay. Oh, six, All right. Oh, Sixteen quarterbacks. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you mine. I'm going to start off first with Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Kirk, uh, his team is great. He is. Listen, he, he, beating Buffalo was big. You, you know, because usually Kirk Cousins in big games he chokes. Mm-hmm. He came through in that game. His team won. So Kirk Cousins. I got Geno Smith there. Um, with what he's doing in Seattle, he's doing a great job in Seattle. Tua Tagovailoa, whatever his name last name is, Tua. Um, definitely, I have Tom Brady. Okay, I can I can respect that in because this, you know in this because to be honest, Tom Brady has not played well this year as quarterback. Even though yeah. the divorce things behind him, he has mm-hmm. not played well. And I base my list on what are you doing for me lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom has not, in my opinion, been that impressive. Okay. Um, so I got Tom there. Daniel Jones. Um, with the G-Men, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Tennessee needed him back because Malik Wilkes is is not it yet. He, he no, no, no. Yet. Malik Willis is not ready. Yeah, he's yeah. not ready to play. He's not ready yet. Um, Jimmy G. Um, I have here Aaron Rodgers. Wow, in in tier two. Yes, Aaron Rodgers in tier two. Looking at his fantasy football stats, he has been trash. Um, (laughs) His play, his play, 
has been has been mediocre. So I have Aaron Rodgers there, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Trevor Lawrence. You had him in I two. Him I, there. I had him in three. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Zach Wilson. I have him what? in two. What? Listen, besides the bad interceptions, Zach Wilson is still a decent quarterback. Besides the bad no, interceptions. No, Jer- Zach Wilson is, a, is, is, is the epitome of a uh, tier three. Listen, his team is his team is his team is playing well. Um and last but not least, I have Justin Fields. In case you didn't know, Justin Fields has 13 touchdowns, two picks in the last four games. Yeah, Justin Fields has been playing very well. Yes. And the the talent is there already. The talent's already there. Mm -hmm. You you just hope that he's able to put it together on a consistent basis and that the Bears can do right by him by providing him with some weapons. Like, I like like Claypool. I I like our GM. I like our GM. I like what he's doing. We have a ton of money under the cap. We have a lot of draft picks. Um, right now, the defensive side of the ball is, is very is not that good because yeah. because he he traded away Quinn, he traded away Roquan, mm-hmm. he traded away all the talent they had on the defensive side, which was which which I'm fine with. He wanted to start yeah. off clean. Well, yeah, they weren't uh, they weren't going to pay him. That's that's the issue. Yeah. So, um, but I'm looking forward to see what happens um, in the offseason with the Bears. I'm a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can get to the game on Sunday because they play the Falcons. Um, so that'll be exciting. Okay. Um, but that is my my grouping for your for your tier two. Okay. So that's that's tier two. Uh, so those are guys that I mean, would you agree are better, yeah. obviously, than a game manager? Their team would miss yeah. them if they if they were out, but they're not necessarily the ones that can consistently put their team on the shoulder and win games. Would yeah. you, would you, would you describe yes. them? Yeah, from, okay. from, from the play? Yes. Now okay. let me start. Let me start with elite. Okay. You can go ahead. Man. All right. Okay. I have six in this category. Okay. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Um, with what he's been able to do with his new offense has been nothing but spectacular. Mm-hmm. Number two, Josh Allen, and I, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest Josh Allen fan out of the group. He had, he, he would have been number one, but his play as of late has been a little shaky. So you're acknowledging that Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. Is that, is that correct? As right now, right now, Patrick Mahomes. No, is no, 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 no. I am actually a very simple question. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you, mm-hmm. are you acknowledging that Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Josh Allen? No. <laughs> what I'm acknowledging is as of right now, Patrick Mahomes is ahead. But that will change. So huh? you're saying that he's he's currently playing better than Josh Allen. Right now, he's playing better than Josh Allen right now. So how long would you say he's been playing better than Josh? Is this just like a week? Is it just like a new occurrence? How long the would last you say two this weeks. has been taking? The last, the last two weeks. So for the yes, previous so 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 for the previous eight weeks. Josh Allen has been markedly better than um, Patrick Mahomes. In my in my opinion, yes. Okay, he's better. Than, he, he was better. Okay, so that's yeah. that's 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 how you feel. Yes, that, that this is how I feel. But as of right okay. now, Mahomes is one. Josh is Josh is two. How they end the season, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I got Jalen Hurts in this. Okay. I I feel that Jalen Hurts, despite his team loss, his team didn't lose because of because of his play. Yeah, he didn't. His guys fumbled. Yeah, yeah, he, his he guys he didn't throw any interceptions. Yeah. His guys fumbled the ball. Um, his guys m- made some bad plays. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I got Jalen Hurts. He, he he has the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's there. I got Joe Burrow, Mr. Cool. Okay. Joe Burrow's my guy. Um, I believe Cincinnati is going to turn, you know, without him, Without him, they're nothing. Um, Joe Burrow is is that dude. Um, Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big Lamar fan. I need need Baltimore to pay him his money. Lamar Jackson. And number six, number six to me, some people may not agree. I believe Justin Herbert is that guy. Okay. Justin Herbert is that guy. And when you look at what he has right now, he's down to his, what, fourth and fifth string wide receivers and, and for his third his team is able his team is able to still remain competitive um despite the massive amount of injuries on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. um i give the guy credit um i think without him they'd be they would be a lottery team they'd be an nfl lottery team without justin herbert so they'd be uh, what drafting a top 10 Yes, they'd be drafting. They'd be drafting a top five without him. Okay. Um, I mean, they now they are very talented because right? they have a lot of names see, on the defensive end. Do you see Casey who their Jackson. backup is? Do you see who their backup is? Their backup is trash. Who is it? Chase Daniels. Yeah, Chase Daniels is trash. Yeah, yeah. Chase, but Chase Daniels is, is a career backup. Like, listen, they need they need to address that. They need to just in the offseason and get a new backup. Like who? Who is going to be somebody they can afford that's going to be good enough hey, to keep him? You know who? You, you know You know You know who's going to be a good backup? Oh, he's a Big, quarterback. Wait. He's a quarterback for the Commanders. Oh, Carson Wentz. Yes, Carson Wentz. He's going to be. He's going to be a backup next year. Oh wow! That you yeah. know what? That's possible. Taylor Heineke yeah. has been playing well, but Taylor yeah. Heineke to me is like the consummate backup. He's like a perfect backup. Yeah, I think Baker Mayfield can be a good backup quarterback. I never liked Baker Mayfield to begin with, so. I no, but yeah, but uh, I mean, pretty sure not as a starter, but as a backup. You don't think that he could be a good backup quarterback? No, I think it'd be a cancer in the team. He, he doesn't need to be in the league anymore. Wow, it's that bad for Baker, huh? Yep, that bad for okay. Baker. Okay. Um, uh-huh. But those are my but those are my six: Mahomes, okay. Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Jackson, and Herbert. Okay, I have six as well. Um, uh I listen, you got to pay homage to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Uh, when he plays well, even at the age of 45, he can still uh, be the main reason why his team won. Uh, Bucks have suffered with injuries, Bucks have suffered with inconsistent play with drops. They're not able to run the ball, so it's a lot harder if teams are playing, you know, their safeties back. But Tom Brady is a tier one, what I call game maker. Not a game manager, game maker. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is a game maker. Okay. If you look at the stats, Aaron Rodgers. Really? Is he? Yes. I think this, I think so. This year. This year he is, huh? 
This year he is. He's not working with the – now, he has not played his best football, okay? He has not played his best. So a lot of the reason why the Packers are 4-7 and seven is on Aaron Rodgers. But I think that if you give him adequate help in the receiving core, he can do gotta damage. Give, you got to give him help. Yes, but here's the thing. Part of the reason why they don't have help is his fault. He took too much money. He can't take all that money and then lose Devontae Adams. And, like, their coach does not give Aaron Jones the ball enough. Uh, and he's some kind of genius. And I think, you know, you look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers. He's third in touchdown passes. He's fourth in total yards. Uh, he has not had a great uh, season when it comes to turning the ball over. But he still is a quarterback that if you give him the time, like look at the Dallas game. He came back against a very good Dallas team, a playoff team, and led them to victory. Aaron Rodgers is still a game maker. Joe Burrow, I would agree, uh, very talented. Uh, the first game without Jamar Chase, after Jamar Chase injury, you saw some of the limitations of uh, Cincinnati. But they came back the following week and just destroyed the opponent. So Joe Burrow. Strong passer, I mean, strong all over the place. Joe Burrow, tier one game maker. Lamar Jackson, listen, the numbers don't wow you because he is 21st in passing yards, seventh in passing touchdowns. Uh, but his ability to run separates him, and that makes him one of the most lethal uh, weapons in the NFL. Able to control with the pass able to devastate you with his ability to run, his ability to run the RPO, control the linebackers, and then make plays with either his feet or his arm down the field. Lamar Jackson, a unique quarterback, uh, tier one game breaker. Josh Allen, we talked about uh, double-digit interceptions, okay? He's not holding on to the ball. You look at um, the way that he's played, I believe 34 other quarterbacks who have qualified have thrown fewer interceptions than Josh Allen. He has been a bit of a turnover machine. Uh, he is second in touchdown passes and third in passing yards, but you've got to protect the football. And the team as talented as Buffalo. Remember, everybody was talking about maybe, maybe Buffalo going undefeated. They've lost three games already. And I think especially in the case of the game, against the Jets and the against Minnesota. They were clearly a, the better team, and Josh Allen was not able to move his team down the field to get those, to make those plays. But nobody in this league is more talented. I think nobody in this league can, uh, you know, strike the amount of fear with the, his arm, his arm talent. Josh Allen, even though his, he has not had the greatest of seasons, that offense is lethal. And I think they're going to put up close to 40 points in their game on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. So Josh Allen, uh, tier one game maker. And the last but not least, it's not like we have to, you know, sugarcoat or, you know, play the trumpets. John said, oh, over the last two weeks, Patrick Mahomes is better. Mahomes has been better since the season has started. And if you look at last season, Mahomes is better. He has the arm. He has the mobility. He has the uh, the ability to stick it into tight spaces, and he's not as turnover prone as Josh Allen. Okay, that's the advantage that I'll give him. He's not as turnover prone as Josh Allen, but come on, Josh Allen 
you know, in my opinion, it's just that dude. And I think what separates good quarterbacks from great, how, what's your ability in the red zone? How are you, are you able to score touchdowns or are you settling for field goals? Guess who's number one in passing yards in the um, NFL? It's Mr. Mahomes. He's always, he's, always, he's always one of the top guys. Guess who's number one in touchdown passes? Mr. Mahomes. Okay. Excellent. Gets the ball down the field, but when he gets in the red zone, he finishes drives with touchdowns. No other quarterback does it better. Patrick Mahomes, numero uno. Now and for the near future, this is your best quarterback in the NFL. Don't Josh let Josh Allen, Allen Josh side Allen throws. Josh Allen throws bombs to the end zone. That's what he does. Don't let, don't let Josh Allen side in the fact that he's stiff-arming safeties and linebackers fool you into believing he is the better quarterback. <laughs> A quarterback is not required to stiff-arm linebackers. He's required to get his team down the field. He's required to get his team in the end zone, and nobody has done it better this season than Patrick Mahomes. Get me wrong. I like Mahomes. Yes, that's we'll my see. tier. Okay. We will see what happens in the playoffs. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go take a quick break, and we're going to go ahead and get in our picks, week 11 picks. We'll see the damage that was done last week and the carnage that is slowly starting to come up between uh, our local competition here when it comes to uh, making picks for the season, okay? Brothers Ballin', we'll be right back. All right, now we're back, and probably one of my favorite parts of any show is the picks. This is week 11. After 10 weeks of picks, not bad, John. You're only oh, down. There you go. You're only you down go. eight, John. You're only down eight games. That's it. Eight games. Okay. You can do you can make that up in three weeks. You won't, but you can. Okay. So uh week eleven picks. We're gonna get started. We had a game on Thursday night. We had the Titans and the Packers. I picked the Titans. John, did you pick the Packers? I did. Were you drinking the Kool-Aid from Sunday? You thought that the Packers were a brand new team, didn't you? No, they're the same old team, and they were beaten soundly by the Tennessee Titans. So I'm already up on you 1-0. Now, um, Mm -hmm. Eagles and Colts. John, what do you see happening now that the Eagles are no longer undefeated, do you think the Colts have an opportunity to beat the Eagles and send them to eight and two? I see an upset brewing. I got the Colts in an upset by three. Okay. Listen, I agree that uh, the kind of recipe to beat the Eagles is running the football. Indianapolis can run the football. I just don't think they'll run it enough to beat the, or effectively enough to beat Philly. I got Philly winning by one score. I got I'm picking the Eagles in that game. Okay. Uh Bears and the Falcons. John, this is your team. These Chicago Bears. They're playing better, but they lost to Detroit last week. That was yeah, a rough did. game to watch. What happens now that uh they get to play in a dome? Do you think that'll change anything? Uh, so I think that the offense will score some points. 
mm-hmm. but the defense can't stop anybody. Um, mm-hmm. and the Falcons are a really good run team. Um, so even though I am a Bears fan, I got the Falcons winning by three. All right. Uh, I may be at the game. Well, I like what Justin Fields has been doing over the past couple weeks. I think Atlanta is likely going to start to have a downturn. And I think the downturn will continue this week. I have the Bears winning this game, uh, a one-score game. I think a high-scoring game, but a one-score game. I'm picking the Bears. Uh, Browns and the Bills. This game has been moved to Detroit because of the uh, mountains of snow. They're going to be collected in Buffalo. I have the Bills winning this game probably by two scores. John, do you agree with my assessment? I got the Bills winning. All right. Jets and Patriots. Listen, this is kind of like the same old story. Young quarterback, Bill Belichick. I go Belichick. I don't think it's time yet for Zach Wilson to beat Belichick or mature. Now, if the Jets get turnovers, I I can see that changing the dynamic of the game. But I have the Patriots winning a one-score game. What what do you think? Uh, I got Patriots by two. All right. Giants and the Lions. Giants trying to go to eight and two. It's been a long time since they've been that good. Uh, Detroit, though, one of the top scoring offenses in the NFL. Giants struggle to score the ball. Do you think the Giants win? I think the Giants will win. Do you agree with me, John? I do. I got Giants by four. Okay. Saints and the hapless offense of the Los Angeles Rams. Like, that offense is really tough to watch. And now Cooper Cup is out. So... Do you think that will have any effect on the game between yes, the Rams and the Saints? Okay. Yes, it does. I got the Saints by three. I agree. I think it's at home in New Orleans. It is on turf, uh, in the dome. Uh, usually that helps a good offensive team, but the Rams' offense has not been good all season. I like, I like the Saints in that game. Uh, Ravens and Panthers. I like the Ravens by at least two scores. John, do you like them as well? Yep, I like the Ravens. Ravens win that game. Okay. Commanders and the Texans. Commanders are the only team in the NFL that beat the Eagles, and they're playing a Texans team that has won one game all season. Should be pretty simple. Commanders, correct? I got the Commanders by three. Yeah, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than um, people think. I think uh, Washington is going to be celebrating the victory last week and they may celebrate onto the field this Sunday and it's going to be a close game, but I think they'll prevail. The Broncos, the team with the tier three quarterback uh, and mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Raiders. What, what do you have them going? I got the Broncos by two. Okay. I got the Broncos in a one score game. I agree with, with the Broncos winning. Cowboys and Vikings. Cowboys six and three. They're trying to get back into things. They don't want to fall too far behind Philly in the NFC East. And the Vikings are, you know, they had the best record, tied for the best record in the, in the NFL at eight and one. Do you think they go to nine and one when they yep. play the Vi- when they play the Cowboys? Okay. I got the Vikings game. I, I got the Vikings enacting revenge. Okay. I remember last year the Cowboys beat them last year. I, I got mm-hmm. the Vikings reenacting revenge. Vikings by three. All right, so picking this game, obviously the Vikings are 8-1, and one, Cowboys 6-3. and three. But here is my rule of thought. Whenever you see a team win an emotional game on the road, 
I never like to pick them the next week, especially if they're playing a, a quality team. With that being said, uh, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think the Cowboys are going to beat them. It was an emotional win last week for Minnesota. I don't think they they can get up to that level two weeks in a row. I like Cowboys over the Vikings. One score game. One score game. I like the Cowboys. Uh, Chiefs and the Chargers. What do you think about that? I got Chiefs by eight. Too many injuries. Uh, not certain that uh, the receivers of uh, the starting receivers of the Chargers will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, all they got is Eckler. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Herbert, I expect a high scoring game, but I expect the Chiefs to win. Yeah, I think Chiefs can take this by two scores. Chiefs are playing well. I like what they've, they've been doing defensively. They've been playing a little better. I like the Chiefs to win this game. Bengals and the Steelers. Remember, the Steelers already beat the Bengals earlier this season. Do you think the Steelers can win the season series on Sunday? No, Bengals will, will get revenge, beat them by, by at least seven. Okay, all right. I agree with you. I think the Bengals are going to beat them again. They're a better team than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's resolve, I think, is a little off. They know they're not making the playoffs. Uh, Bengals will take care of them t- uh, tomorrow. Well, not, not tomorrow, but uh, on Saturday or Sunday. I keep uh, getting my days mixed up. So I have a question. Do you think uh, Mike Tomlin stays on as coach? after Yes, the yes, yes. To have one bad season, I think he does indeed stay on as coach. Um, you know, okay. the Pittsburgh Steelers as an organization are usually pretty patient. So, okay. um, lastly, we have the Niners and the Cardinals. This game is going to be in Mexico City on Monday night. So it's a road game for both teams. Do you think that will affect the play of the Niners and the Cardinals? Remember, the elevation is going to be extra high in Mexico City. One of the uh, highest elevations when it comes to playing football. So that can also work on the lungs of both these teams. I like San Francisco to edge out the Cardinals. Do you think I'm off my rocker or no, you align I, got a I got the 49ers winning okay. by five. All right. So those are our picks. They are on the Facebook group. Uh, you know, you can look us up at brothers balling uh, in order to, take a look at those uh, picks. Like I said, I'm up eight games on John. John is already down one based off of uh, the Titans and the Packers game. So it doesn't seem like you're going to be making much headway this week. Uh, I know you still, there's still time. Okay. Still time in the season. Okay. (laughs) Still got time. You don't want to give up. Okay. We're at halftime. We're like, you know, in, in the third quarter right now. We're starting the third quarter of the season. You have the ability to come back. You just got to believe, okay? You just got to believe. Uh, so I think this is going to be a very interesting Sunday. I can see a double-digit win for both of us this week. I can see double-digit wins. It's 14 games. I can see. I can see 10. I can see 10. I don't know, you know, for you, but, you know, maybe, maybe not. But I can, this, there's a lot of potential this week. I'm already 1-0. You're 0-1, so you already got a, a red mark on your um, record. But uh, like I said, John, you got to believe. You've got to believe. All right. And if you believe you guys want to continue 
to hear some good content pertaining to Brothers Ball and Sports, hit us up. Facebook, Brothers Ball and Sports. That's the name of the Facebook group, Brothers Ball and Sports. Instagram at Brothers Ball and Podcast. And Gmail, Blood Brothers Ballin at gmail.com. John, any final words for the people before we let them go? But before you speak, I just want to remind them, just like I do every single week, set your fantasy lineups. I'm in a fantasy league right now playing against a guy who's missing two players from his lineup. And I don't think I'm going to call him, let him know that that's the, the, the case. So make sure you set your lineups. Make sure you get um, guys who are on by out of the lineup and replace them with some players who are active uh, this weekend. Be a good brother. Be a good sister. Take care. Peace. And hair grease. And definitely do your lineups. We the best.